Deportes. Daddy's podcast where we talk about horrors and the daddies in them. Today it's my episode, and you're here with your film daddy John, and I'm here with your horror daddy Carlitos. Hey Carlitos. Hola. And what's today's episode? Evil Dead uh one, two, or the both. <laughs> it's Evil Dead 2. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dead by Dawn. Carlos, what did you think about the movie? <laughs> It was a fun ride, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I, okay, um, so I'm not... The Evil Dead lore has never been... Um, I never got it first. I wasn't yeah. introduced to it. My first Evil Dead movie was the remake. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an original movie. Yeah. And then I it's was like... It's very different. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, there's this... I have a like I have this thing where like I'll watch a remake not knowing it's a remake and then <laughs> and someone like, tells me have you seen the one from the 80s and I'm like the what? <laughs> so the same thing with the thing. Like I knew there was a thing but I didn't know that I knew there was a thing from the 80s but I didn't know there was a thing from the 50s. Yeah, so I mean that's even older but um same with Texas Chainsaw Massacre the 2003 yeah, you started with 2003 right and I was like oh this is a good movie I thought it was real life I thought it really happened in 1973 <laughs> I was like oh my god this is so scary and then I found out there's a 70s version and I was like oh this is probably why I like remakes better because I was introduced to remakes first yeah only and I because understand. I was raised in that yeah, era of remakes that makes sense and no one would tell me things yeah and when you watch like a remake especially like Evil Dead 2013 it's mm-hmm. so different and it's it's a great movie I I enjoyed it. I will say I enjoyed it. I was laughing the whole time because it's silly, fun horror. Wait, were we talking about the original? The well, I was talking about the new one, but yeah. But okay, okay. So yeah, the remake, love it. Super gory, pretty scary in my opinion. Yeah, it's very good. This one, super fun, very like it's silly comedy, very silly. And honestly, if you want to have a fun night with some friends and just laugh at a movie, yeah, this one on. And it's like like you were saying, like it's like there's some scenes that. It's pretty scary. Like I jumped a couple yeah. of times because the jump scares are the loud ones. Yeah, and, and gets, you don't yeah. expect them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like this movie. A lot of I've shown people, and they're like, "This is not my thing," and I completely get it because well, it's so it's such a different movie. Mm-hmm. When you showed me the first time, I was just sitting there like, "What are we watching?" <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, I was expecting a scary movie. And, but the, tonight I rewatched and it's, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again and again because it's fucking hilarious to watch. Yeah. It's a it's just a fun movie. And I think one of the reviews that I saw from the from the original uh, when it first came out, it was that this movie takes place in a cartoonish, exaggerated world. Yeah. So it's like it's not it's not your movie that is supposed to scare you and you're supposed to leave traumatized. Like no, it's. It knows what it is. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be slapstick. It's supposed to be cartoony, but it does have its horror elements. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, you have to watch this movie with being in Ash Williams' place. like Which I was trying to do tonight. I was yeah. really trying, but some, I just... <laughs> It was so much fun, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It's it's just a goofy-ass movie, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. It's so different, and I feel like Sam Raimi just does a great job with mer- merging both 
uh, elements. I can definitely see it as one of what consider comfort horror. Yeah. Like one of those ones you just put on and have it in the background yeah. whenever you're doing something or just you're bored and you just put something on just to have it on. Yeah, I completely Perfect. agree. Yeah. So I want to start off with telling you a couple stories. Yes. So I want to tell the fans you were there, but I met Sam Raimi himself, which mm-hmm. he uh, co-wrote and directed this movie. Um, I wish I could tell you something amazing happened. I was too starstruck. Because Sam Raimi is a big part of my childhood. He directed the first three three Spider-Man movies. My favorite superhero. And <sighs> literally, I, I mean, I didn't know it was him, but loved those Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, those, those are to, literally... I used to I want to be Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. but I'm not. So <laughs> Don't worry, he's kind of a dick. It's okay. <laughs> but he wrote the Spider-Man movies, he directed them, and I was always in love with them. I watched them all in theaters when they first came out. I lived Same. in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and I would watch them over and over again. I remember I would go on a like a retreat for like Boy Scouts, Yeah, and my parents would buy me the DVD for Spider-Man 2 and 3, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I would watch them over and over again. And once I started growing up, I noticed that he did Evil Dead, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was, I fell in love with them instantly because it was just that goofy, just everything about it. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I, I from ever since I fell in love with his cinematography, his storytelling, and I thought it was, it was genius what he did. Well, he also did. Um, did he do Drag Me to Hell? He did Drag Me mm-hmm. to Hell, um, which is a pretty fun movie to also. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did also, uh, Dark Man. Which was released in '99, if I'm not mistaken. Never seen it. So, Dark Man for me, it's like a, I call it the pre Spider Man, proto mm-hmm. Spider Man, mm-hmm. because you get a lot of the elements that from the Spider Man movies. Okay. So, it, it's pretty interesting. It's just what he, it's pretty much universal. Okay. Asked Sam Raimi to create his own superhero. Yeah. And he made it. And then he made like a horror comedy of it. And it failed because it just, it's so different. Yeah. It's so out I've there. I've never heard of it. So. Yeah. But I call it proto Spider Man because it's like literally right before Spider Man. Okay. But back to the movie. Yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil <laughs> Dead. So Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. Bruce Campbell is Ash Williams, of course, and Sam Raimi, the director and co-writer. They were chi- not childhood friends, but they met in high school. Okay. And they would just make silly movies. And I was watching a Bruce Campbell interview, and he talks about how he met. Sam Raimi, and I thought it was pretty interesting. So Bruce Campbell said that he saw Sam Raimi in eighth grade, and he was completely dressed up as Sherlock Holmes oh, with Lord. the hat and pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he saw down the down the hallway, and he was playing with dolls. And Sam Raimi was like, "Hey, I'm just making a video, a movie." Mm-hmm. And Bruce Campbell was like, "Well, video back then was super like." primitive and very new mm-hmm. so i didn't believe him so i just avoided him and walked around him and just kept on walking <laughs> i feel like that's how people did with me <laughs> i know i was like i put my that was me in high school i was that yeah. weirdo kid and then back then in high school um sam raimi and bruce campbell had drama class together of course and they had to do uh uh what is it called um uh, Oh my god, what is it called? Pantomime? You know what yeah, kind like, of like, like the, the mimes? Yeah. Uh-huh. So they had to do that's a, that was an exercise they had to do before the class. <laughs> and Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi weren't very good at it. So they would both 
bicker at each other and Honestly, be like, you're suck. It sounds silly as fuck to do that with someone. <laughs> I would not. Yeah, it's very weird. And they both like just make fun of each other. And that's how their friendship grew. Uh-oh. And it was really cute because you can t- you can see by Bruce Campbell's face that he's like laughing and was like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a good like he he like he cherished that that memory. And they met then and they started making random movies like just just for fun. Mm-hmm. And they would make movies during the weekends about comedy, war movies, detective movies, everything that okay. they could do. And Bruce Campbell said that he was always he was so busy with that that he didn't have time to party. He didn't have time for girls. He didn't have anything. And the interviewer was like, do you regret any of it? And he's like, no, it kept me from crack cocaine. And he's like, <laughs> and later he's like, and the girls, right? He's like, well, I wish there was more girls in my life, but I don't have any time. Honestly, <laughs> Bruce Campbell, if you take me back to the 80s, baby, he get, me, get at me. Till this day, he still looks good, man. As an old man, yeah, he looks good. What the? And then Sam, Ra- there was an interview with Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. and he said that the way that they wanted to make movies and he definitely wanted Bruce to be in on the camera because he's the, he was the most attractive one in the group so I he mean, had to be the star <laughs> in <laughs> this movie i was like oh bruce even demonic <laughs> daddy yeah he for real right mhm uh, me and i'll be a freak still <laughs> so then they pretty much just got together and ever since they just started making movies okay and I think I showed you the first Evil Dead movie, which we didn't watch today. But No, no, no. I've seen both. And then I remember you showed me that one. Then I think a few months later, you showed me this one. Yeah. And I was like, we're watching the same movie. Yeah. So. And then I started arguing with you. I'm like, how is this a sequel? And I'm or, like, no, I'll explain to you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we'll talk to you more. We'll talk about it more. I'm sorry if you heard that. My favorite acting up right now. Bitch, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> But pretty much, there was the movie called The Evil, the Evil Dead. Yeah. And it was a very low-budget movie. And that was their first, like, major hit, mm-hmm. pretty much. And their first big movie. And the movie actually did really well. They came with a lot of expectations. Stephen King actually reviewed the original movie and loved it. He wanted to push Evil Dead 2 as much as possible. So for this movie... They were struggling to get money together. They said that they they weren't getting enough money because they wanted to make it bigger and better than the first one. So they went to, uh, I, I believe it was North Carolina. I, I, I thought I wrote it down, but or it Georgia. doesn't say it. Or Georgia. Sorry, inside joke of <laughs> Inside ours. joke, sorry about that. <laughs> but they went to go raise money. Uh-huh. And they bumped into someone because they were filming a Stephen King movie in there. Do you want to guess what Stephen King movie? What year? Uh, Do you know the year? I don't have it here. You don't have the year? No, it's going to be too easy. I can give it to you. Maximum, wait. Maximum Maximum Overdrive. overdrive. (laughs) So they met uh, met with Stephen King. Mm -hmm. And they talked about how like, hey, like we don't have enough money for Evil Dead 2. I think I've heard this. Uh Yeah, Stephen King. Got his producer on the on the phone, which mm-hmm. is uh, Dino De Laurentiis, mm-hmm. and he's a like his family is like a major like producer back in back in the eighties. Like they produce fucking everything. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, Stephen King was like hey, cracked out." I'm assuming cracked out. Stephen King mm-hmm. was like, "You need to help this movie, Evil Dead Two. It's amazing. You're not gonna regret it." And Bruce Campbell okay. said, "In 30 minutes, they had a deal," and. What happened was De Laurentiis 
pretty much owns like their company kind of owns part of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it helped uh, help them raise money, and then they helped out throughout the series. So Army of Darkness, and all the way to um, Ash versus William the show. Mm-hmm. So they they all had a hand in making the mo- this movie, and they've said that without the help of Stephen King and Dino De Laurentiis, it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened. it wouldn't have happened at all. And probably Army of uh, Evil Dead Two wouldn't be the the thing what it is today. Okay, so here's the thing. So they made the Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and then they made this one. Yes. Was his okay? So how do I say this? Was his plan as a sequel? Or as a, let me remake the first one mm-hmm. and tell more of the story yes. to three, so to get to three or two or however you people say it. So what happened was that the he made Evil Dead 1, mm-hmm. and when they tried doing the sequel, they wanted to use the footage like a, like a little like reminder. Okay, so to, yeah, like most 80s movies always started off with like, this is what happened in the last movie. Exactly. So mm-hmm. he wanted to do that, but the, it was owned by a separate company. And they okay, were like, makes sense. Uh-huh. I don't, you can't use this footage. And they couldn't even, they couldn't get the rights for the footage oh, at all. Okay. They wouldn't let them um, license it, nothing. They couldn't use it at all. So that's why Evil Dead 2 starts so differently. So this movie, Bruce Campbell calls it a pre-sequel. Because it's literally a sequel, but they completely retell the story of the first one. And he just had to reshoot it. So he had to reshoot the whole thing. But the first movie has way more characters than than the you know than yeah, what the show know. in this mm-hmm. movie. So in this movie, it starts off with Ash and his girlfriend go into a cabin, <laughs> and people. It was like a whole controversy. People are like, why is Ash so stupid? Like, he's going back to a cabin after everything that happened. And in the that's first what confused one. me. I was like, does he not remember what just happened? Yeah. Like, I, okay. And it, the same thing happened to me. But then I was like, oh, wait, they're just retelling the story because it's it's Linda. It's, yeah, I it's think, still his girlfriend. I feel like what's confusing is just them two and the other two people aren't there. And it's yeah. like, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. It's and it's like, like a whole different cast. The only person that stayed was Ash. Okay, yeah, that's another thing. It's like, so his friends die. He goes and gets another girlfriend, decides, hey, let's go to this cabin. It'll be fun. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's pretty much like they change everything. But Bruce Campbell says it's like they change everyone, everyone that worked in the movie, except Sam, of course. Mm-hmm. And But the only one that stayed was Bruce Campbell because he was also a producer from the first movie. That's where it gets. It's just each movie has its own company. And in Army of Darkness, they even retell a little bit of the story of Army yeah. of, of sorry, Evil Dead Two. Okay. So it like it always changes. Even the show, it's like half of it doesn't even count the Army of Darkness. And then later in the show, they they do go back and talk about Army of I Darkness. I haven't seen that one. Army of Darkness. Yeah, we you can watch it. It's super different from every. It's more comedic and it's more instead of horror, it's more like uh, fantasy because it's mm-hmm. like medieval times and all that. So it's pretty cool. I can't wait. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot goofier. Okay, so throughout the movie, mm-hmm. or throughout the filming process of the movie, so I saw this interview with the actual prop makers and pretty much what made Evil Dead happen, like mm-hmm. the magic that it was. They had an interview where they pretty much talked about their process throughout the entire filming. And they all had fun, which I adore, because a lot of times uh, people get taken advantage of because they're getting paid. Yeah. It's a really like big controversy that happens. 
I love that they always said that they always had fun with Sam Raimi and that they it, it was always so goofy. He was such an energetic guy. Um, and then they started appreciating him. And <laughs> there was one story where um, there's a scene where there's a corpse that has a chainsaw and it, it's like starts hitting uh, Bruce Campbell and <laughs> they were reading it. I love this scene. Uh -huh. <laughs> so the uh, prop makers were reading this and they're like, oh, my God, that's so creepy. Like, that's awesome. That's like a genius idea. Mm -hmm. So they were excited to work on it. And when they filmed it, they're like, wait, this is not that scary. <laughs> it really isn't. It's not. And then they're like, but that's when they understood what Sam Raimi was going for. Mm -hmm. And they started learning that Sam Raimi was a big fan of the of slapstick comedy which is the Three Stooges. I don't know if you've ever seen the Three Stooges. I know Stooges. of them, yeah, yeah. So I grew up with my, well, I would spend time with a lot with my aunt and uncle, and mm -hmm. my uncle was a big fan of the Three Stooges. And I remember waking up every morning, and after he was done making breakfast for everyone, he would sit down and watch him. So mm -hmm. I would watch him with him. So I, I do appreciate the comedy, and it's very different from now. That's why I said that like a actual Evil Dead movie, like a complete, like faithful uh, remake, would be very hard to do at today's time because it's seen as cringy or it's super different. It's yeah. just super different. He wanted to make the Three Stooges pretty much horror version. So there's scenes that are also like gags, I would say, that were from the Three Stooges, and he pretty much remade them into a horror version of it. Mm -hmm. And he was very goofy throughout the whole process. And <laughs> how, do you know what a storyboard is? Kind of. So, I've heard of it. I mean, yeah. Okay, explain, explain. So I'll explain it to you. So the <laughs> storyboard is pretty much what a visual representation of what you want to see throughout the movie. So, oh, so like the pictures and they go like it's like a like a like a view of pictures, drawn pictures. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, filmmakers usually there's careers from this and yeah, yeah, yeah. directors, every everyone, producers hire people, story artists to make professional looking storyboards mm -hmm. and they look like comic books where like they're like super oh yeah, detailed. yeah and then like i've seen like sometimes like the blu-rays have like the special features and they show you what the ideas was for the movie exactly and, and it shows you like what they it's pretty much what they want to shoot so you yeah. have an idea of how it's supposed to look like so the first move the first evil that didn't have one sam raimi literally would wake up one day and be like i want to shoot this and that's what they would do honestly me Right, I just don't have the it's equipment. Very different. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. And then in this movie, they did have a storyboard, so they're like, oh, "Okay, so how are we gonna shoot this scene?" And Sam is like, "Did you not watch my storyboards?" So I have here two frames that <laughs> Sam Raimi drew. And you drew them yourself. This is what <laughs> I'm gonna put the pictures on screen on the YouTube. Please. This is what one of the storyboards <laughs> was. Put those on Instagram too. It's supposed to be Ash Williams versus Henrietta. <laughs> Is that how literally it was? This is, I remade it exactly how it was. And then the second one. What the f Who is that supposed to be? I think this is supposed to be Ash Williams when Linda's hand comes up. I think. I, I still, I'm having a hard time finding. Yeah, because he cut his right hand and that character has their right hand. Yeah, so it's... It and there was another one that the prop makers remade, and they were like, this is exactly what it is. I thought I brought it, but it's can not I here. Can I keep those? You can keep them if you want. Okay. They're going on my wall. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> but pretty much, it was like a stick figure with a big hand. And it's like, yeah, that's his, the big hand, that's his evil hand. Okay. And it's, they would laugh because it's like, 
the most unprofessional storyboards, but it was so great because it's just like he tried at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like an eight-year-old drew those. Yeah, pretty but much. But I love them. <laughs> There's just something endearing about it. Kind of, I kind of want those on a canvas. Yeah, dude, I would, I would love the storyboards. Oh, my God, that would be so mm-hmm. fucking awesome. So Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. are very good friends. And while they were filming, they Sam Raimi knew that Bruce Campbell can take abuse throughout it. So... In the beginning of the movie, you can you know the scene where he's like floating through the forest. There's of, of parts course. <laughs> you don't. I don't know if you noticed, but there's like branches hitting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sam Raimi coming up and just smacking him with branches. <laughs> like they would be, he would be the first person to do it, and he would smack the fuck out of him. That's fucking great. And it, uh, it, he would torture him throughout the entire process. And in the behind the scenes footage, like the prop makers recorded like their their. Uh, experience pretty much Mm -hmm. and he would be like laughing in the background and he'd be like oh he's fine (laughs) he's good (laughs) and uh, oh my god i loved it and bruce campbell always said that it's like he would always bicker and always beat him up and he 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 would be injured for the movies but it's like they're best friends they loved it like that's how they were with each other honestly i wouldn't be surprised if bruce campbell's into bdsm oh at this point because you think so it's like best friend look what you (laughs) got me with the branches (laughs) (laughs) but then Bruce Campbell does mention that even though he suffered a bunch of abuse throughout the movie, nobody had it worse as uh, Sam Raimi's little brother, Ted Raimi, which he played the possessed Henrietta, which is the old the old lady that comes oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a whole suit. Oh, you could tell. Yeah, that it was about three to four hours to put on. Uh. So he would have to wake up at three in the morning. And while everyone wakes up, he's been already in the suit for hours, waiting there on a hot summer day. Mm -mm. And he, between shots, had to be taking oxygen from a tank because it was so hot in that suit. I mean... I wear that latex mask sometimes, and no, ma'am. Imagine an entire suit. Mm -mm. And it's not latex like this. It's like foam. It's very thick. And he has not just that layer. Yeah, you can tell. It's Mm -hmm. another layer inside to make it jiggle with lentil beans. (laughs) Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking crazy. There's footage of when they were removing the suit. Mm -hmm. Like, jar. they would collect jars of sweat. Ew. Yep. And it was like they had to use powder to make it slide in easier. Yeah. It would be white sweat. And they said that they would collect it to show it at the end and be like, look at how much we got for just today. Honestly, though, great way to lose weight. I'm honest. He was already really skinny. (laughs) Ted, make money out of that. Yo, seriously. But I mean, that's a lot of dedication. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. I feel so bad for him because also the contact lenses that they use for when they were possessed. You can't see shit through them, so they had to rehearse. The white ones, right? Yep, they were the complete white ones. There's no hole for to see, mm-hmm. so they had to rehearse what they had to do, and then put on the contacts, and then do it. And they didn't know what the fuck they were like going. Like they just had to practice it. Honestly, I give them props because I would never pay me to do all that. Mm-hmm. It was hard, dude. Tem- Ted Raimi, props to him because holy fuck, he got abused mm-hmm. really hard, and they all appreciate it. And Sam Raimi. Every time he would be taking oxygen, it's like footage of him like tapping him in the back. Like, you, you're okay. You're okay, buddy. Of course. You're not the one in the fucking suit, <laughs> yeah. sir. But I love it because I feel like that would be me. Be like, it's okay, Carlos. You, you're okay. You can take this. And I, like, again, you're not the one in the fucking suit. So don't talk to me like you know what you're, how I feel right now. 
<laughs> that would be it. me. Uh, but it's great. Um, yeah, I met Tam- Sam Raimi, and I wish I could tell you like this amazing story. But honestly, I was so, so nervous meeting him. And I was trying to prepare to like be cool and everything. And I went up to him and I was like, um, I just want to thank you for being a huge part of my, of my, you know, childhood. childhood. And, you know, I watched all of your movies and he was so nice. Like he looked at me and he was like, no, thank you for giving me a time of day. And I was, mm. oh my God, my heart melted. He was such a nice guy. And he signed my Evil Dead 2 Blu-ray steelbook and... I cherish that shit with all my heart, and I love it. And then right next door, there was Bruce Campbell being a celebrity, like taking pictures and standing up, and he had like a huge line. And I wish I could have met him too, but I spent all my money on Sam. So it's okay. But now we can get into the movie. Let's do it. Even though he wrote all the notes, I was just enjoying the movie. <laughs> so I can pretty much, if you have any questions, you can That's let me fine. Know. My notes are literally like each sentence, like three words. <laughs> All right, so the movie opens up with uh, pretty much an explanation of the first movie. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much Ash Williams and Linda, his girlfriend, and they're going into this cabin as a little vacation, and they're all having fun, and you have Bruce Campbell playing this beautiful music on the piano. And oh, you, Baby, you forgot the part where you that the Hot Wheel car passes the bridge. <laughs> There's a miniature bridge. <laughs> And it looks like a Hot Wheels going through it, which is fucking awesome. It looked like awesome. it was made of paper. And, <laughs> and it drop of water, that bridge was going to collapse. <laughs> uh, don't make fun of it. it was, Sorry, no, no. I love no, that. I love no, that. Go I'm ahead. Just, go ahead. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're having a good time. And I think Ash Williams wants to get a little bit freaky dicky. Mm-hmm, with so, Linda's stiff ass hair. <laughs> Her hair has so much hairspray. Yeah. It's just sticking out. It literally, like, it's not even moving. It's just... It's just there. It's already demonized. Her <laughs> hair is demonized at this point. But she's so fine. Linda's so fine. Ash William is going to go get some some champagne, I think it, it is, or wine. Yeah, some type it's of some, drink. Some type mm-hmm. of, yeah, some type of drink. But then he notices there's a recording, like a giant like recorder, yeah. tape recorder, whatever. So he's curious, and he plays it just to see what it is. And it's this guy, um, which we find out is uh, Raymond. Mm-hmm. And he starts reading about the Necronomicon. And he starts explaining that he's been reading through it and he found the closest translation to it. And then he starts reciting it. And that wakes something up. And you see it's like a, a POV shot of something. And it's just moving through through the woods. It's a little airplane. It does sound like a little <laughs> airplane. <laughs> but it's just like so you. I, it's like ambiguous. Like you yeah, don't know yeah. what it is. I always call it the evil because it's like you, you it. It's nothing. It's mm-hmm. pretty much nothing. And it's moving and it smashes through a window and it takes Linda. And which Linda was trying to, you know, trying to get all sexy and shit for Ash. Yeah. And then Ash hears Linda screaming. He goes into the room and breaks the bottle. Like he drops the bottle being like, what the fuck? So he goes outside and tries to find Linda. And then Linda wakes up and she is like completely covered in makeup. And she's like mm-hmm. all possessed. And she's like walking towards him. Quickest. Quickest transformation I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And she was just inside too. Like Linda. <laughs> like, damn, bitch. Okay. Yeah. The demon got inside of her. I will say she scared me. I did. I jumped a little bit. I was like, Linda, you need to calm down with all these jump scares, mm-hmm. baby, because I can't deal. I do like the makeup that they have her because there's uh Sam Raimi wanted her to look like a porcelain doll. And mm-hmm. she has that's why she has like really heavy makeup on. And I don't know if you noticed, but she's walking and she's kind of walking all weird. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. because she's possessed, it's because she doesn't know where she's going. 
<laughs> because she has the white contact lenses. Makes sense now. Okay. So she, uh, she goes to jump at Ash, and Ash grabs a shovel and fucking decapitates her ass. Which, in my notes, instead of head, for some reason, I, I was just writing fast and loving the movie, but my, my, my mind was still on her stiff-ass hair. I wrote, Ash... Ash, ass, ash chops hair off. I meant head. Her weave comes out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, she did already? This movie's over. Yeah, she it's fucking so did. Quick. And he buries her, mm-hmm. then puts a cross, and then goes inside, and then shows the end, like, the ending for the evil dead, which is the camera going through the cabin, and then it hits Ash. And the first movie ends oh. there. Okay. So now that makes sense to so me. So that's where it connects to this movie, where the the spirit or the whatever it is, the camera takes them through the like lifts them up, takes them to the forest, and he's like, he's like getting oh. pushed back and getting hit by all the trees and everything. And this is Sam Raimi smacking the fuck out of him with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's pushing him through the skies, and then he hits a, a fucking a giant tree, hits him in the head. He falls all the way down into like a puddle of water, like mm-hmm. dirty water. Yeah, yeah, I call it gray water. Yeah, gray water, and he's just sitting there, and then he's like bubbling and bubbling and Mm -hmm. bubbling, and then he then he stops bubbling, and you're like, oh well, he's fucking dead. (laughs) And he wakes up, and he's like all possessed. His eyes are white. He looks Mm -hmm. like a like disfigured and everything. But then the sun comes out, and it pretty much the evil starts hiding from the sun, so he goes back to normal, which. Um, there was a cool shot of his eye kind of like going back to normal. Okay. The way that they did that was that they sculpted a giant head that looked like Bruce Campbell. And then they had liquid on the eyeball. And then they shot milk through and, it. And they rewinded it? Yep. So it looks like it. You know how like if you put milk into mm-hmm. water, it has like that flowiness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they did. And then they rewind it. Oh. So it looks like a normal. Like it's the evils escaping him. You see, people are so... I would honestly never thought of doing... People were so creative back then, is what I'm trying to say. Because yeah, nowadays it's like, with that? baby, just CGI it. Well, just, <laughs> yeah, just CGI it. And Bruce Campbell we'll always talks it. about that. Mm-hmm. It's like that he missed that. He doesn't like that this era of like CGI and everything. Because and I partly agree. Because yeah, it's, it's not, so different. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why he said that the filming for Ash versus Evil Dead was so different because they had to shoot real shotguns like in the first Evil Dead. Like there's a scene where he shoots the window. Ash shoots the window. And he said it was a legit loaded shotgun. And thank God nobody was on the other side of that window. Uh, there was someone nothing. in the other side. And he had to lift his hand and be like, if I can see you, you're oh. you're in the way. So he had to step out of the way. And he says that, of course, that's not safe. <laughs> but he misses that feeling that of practicality than CGI. Which is why I love the 80s mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. So this scene has you know that transformation which was very creative mm-hmm. and he goes back to normal yeah then after that he takes a big ass nap and he's just there for super as, long yeah I envy we don't him. know he he looked like he had a good sleep I haven't slept today so I, I, <laughs> I envy him right there yeah seriously he had some good good sleep mm-hmm. Ash William wakes up and he's kind of like lost he doesn't know where he's at and then he looks over and it's the cabin and then like a face shows up on the cabin, like a, it's like a, it looks like almost like a hologram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes join the ghost, us. The ghost cabin. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. And it's like the windows are the eyes and the yeah. doors the nose, and it goes join us, which mm-hmm. is like a, a it's it's a famous sound from Evil Dead. Okay. And he goes, you know what? Fuck this shit. Gets in the fucking car, 
tries to leave, but then he notices that the bridge, the the Hot Wheels bridge. Yeah, the construction paper bridge. <laughs> completely broken. Mm-hmm. And he can't, there's no escape. He can't do shit. That bridge, <laughs> when they <laughs> broke that bridge, it looked like somebody, it looked like somebody came from underneath and just went, a nuking. <laughs> yeah, it's punched like- it, punched it up because it's. It's broken on one side. It's broken down, and then on Ash's side, it's broken. It's like up. broken completely up. And honestly, it looks like claws because it's four pieces. Oh, that's true. It does mm-hmm. look as it curves back. It curves in. up, and it looks like claws. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't doubt if that's like some symbolism to mm-hmm. it. So of course he notices, and then he says, well, "I need to leave." Like, what the fuck? I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then he notices that the sun is going back down. And this looks like a music video. It does. It does look like a Lincoln Park. Like yeah. one thing I don't know, know why. why. <laughs> and the sun goes down, then the fog starts taking over the forest, and then the camera shakes again, starts mm-hmm. following, and it goes towards Ash. Ash gets in the car and fucking books it, and the, the camera's, like, following him, and there's, like, a little chase scene. Ash is just driving back to the cabin, goes to clean his face, and there's he crashes into something, and he flies out the window and hits a fucking tree. Should have died here. He... He hit it pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Like, he should have died. But yeah. we will get to know why Ash doesn't die later in the movie. I mean, I'm not saying he could, he should have died, but he could have died. He could have died, for mm-hmm. sure. And he gets up, and the camera is still following him. And there's a, this really... I, I really like this scene, because it's like pretty much like a one-shot take, uh, one take of him going through the... Ca- like, a chase between the camera and Ash yeah. going through the cabin. And it's you, which the ca- the inside of the cabin was recorded in a gymnasium, mm-hmm. and they build it completely. So if you you can kind of tell that there's no ceiling to it, so it's pretty funny. You can tell the lights and everything, mm-hmm. but it's going through like the the floorboards. It's going through everything. Like it's pretty cool. And then Ash kind of loses sight of the camera, or the the camera loses sight of Ash, and it starts the camera starts looking for Ash everywhere, and then it just. It goes away, like backs up and goes back into the woods, yeah. and then ashes in the in the trap door in a trap door that's in the cabin, and he's just kind of hiding from it. He found the hatch. He, he escaped did. Through, he, he escaped via the hatch. Via the hatch, he did. He did find it. <laughs> and then this is when we meet Annie and Ed, and mm-hmm. pretty much they're they're the son of Raymond that owned the cabin, and they were looking for the lost passages of the Necronomicon, which is the Book of the Dead, and. They're going to go back to the cabin to show their dad. And that's pretty much all we get. It's just like this little cut, this, this yeah, introduction, yeah, yeah. introductory. Well, I can't say that word. Introduction? In, I guess a quick introduction to them. Yeah. So then you have Ash kind of going through the house, scared, kind of looking around. And then you start hearing the piano playing the same song that he was playing for Linda. Yep. And the chair starts kind of moving and he's just like confused. He goes to look outside. He looks at his the necklace that he gave Linda in the first movie and starts like he's all sad. Like, no, my love. And Linda, he looks outside and Linda wakes up <laughs> from her grave. No head, just naked body. Just naked ass bodies, titties everywhere. No completely, nipples. <laughs> completely de- decomposed. Which, if this happened the night before, how did she, she decom- dis- decompose um, this fast? Hashtag... What do you say? Plaho? No. Um, oh. <sighs> Suspend your disbelief. Suspend your disbelief. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm the one that says it. Yeah. It's your thing, boo. <laughs> when we see Linda's body, 
the head rolls back into the into the body and she's like dancing and having like this ballet ballerina kind of dance and it's all stop motion mm-hmm. and it's she's dancing to the song that Ash played for her and then she goes away and Ash is like looking like where the fuck did she go and then she pops back into the frame right in front of his face jump I jumped here too yeah it, that dumb bitch yeah it does get you like it's just like unexpected you mm-hmm. do not get like an ex- you do not expect this. Then Linda's arms, they're like all like decomposed. It's like all skeleton and muscle and it oh, yeah, grabs yeah. Ash and it's like smacking him on the on the floorboard. Mm-hmm. Or not the floorboard, sorry. The, the window. The windows, but it's like it's all boarded up. And he's like getting smacked and smacked and smacked. Then he wakes up and he's on the on the chair just shaking. And he's like, What the fuck is happening? He's just hallucinating everywhere. But then this is where Linda's head <laughs> land on his lap. Okay. <laughs> I Love this scene. Cause she goes to bite his hand, but if I was the head, I would have went for something else. <laughs> oh shit. I'm just saying. I mean he he's pretty fine. Mm-hmm. But continue. Let me stop being a little dirty right now. <laughs> so she pretty much it's it's her head on his lap and she goes, Hello lover. And she bites his fucking hand. And I fucking love this scene because it's it's literally attached to his hand, and he's just fucking punching it. He's smacking it around. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> she does not want to bite off. No. She a pit bull. She- you know how pit bull, they say pit bulls, lock jaws? That's Linda yeah. right here. <laughs> Linda has them lock jaws on his hand. Yeah. Then he, he's like smacking her around. He goes, oh, the work shed. So he goes to the work shed that's outside, trips. He's falling over, mm-hmm. smacking her around with the tree everywhere. Goes in, and then there's a, what are those called? Like the... He goes into the work shed and then puts her head head on. Um, yeah, to I don't know the name, oh but God. it's to basically keep it in place. Yeah, I forgot. It's what like it's what people called. used to keep wood in place so they can do whatever they gotta do. Yeah, so she's pretty much like her head is locked in that thing. Yeah, and it's like a vice, I think it's called. Uh, don't I don't ask, know. Don't ask me. I, I you forgot. know, I don't know about manly tools like that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All I know is chainsaws, but it's not because I'm manly. Yep. But do you want to mention the little Easter egg in the shed? So in this. Uh, there's a little Easter egg to mm-hmm. Wes Craven, which I love, mm-hmm. and Sam Raimi is a, I guess a, a, a fan of Wes Craven, and he has a little Freddy Claw mm-hmm. right on top of the work shed door, mm-hmm. and it's pretty vi- you, it's clear as day. It's right yeah, there. It's there. I mean, I I feel like if you don't know that it's there, you might miss it, mm-hmm. but it's it's there. It blends in a little bit, but if you know your horror and you and you know freddy for who he is and mm-hmm. which is the glove it, you'll see it it's pretty obvious and mm-hmm. they they said that like i guess sam raimi was just like hey i want a freddy glove in this shot and they had to quickly build one and then yeah. they put it in there and Wes craven and sam raimi have like they kind of communicate through easter eggs in movies because yes. i think it's nancy falls asleep yeah in the original 1984 nightmare on Elm street nancy falls asleep watching evil dead the it's a, the first one correct? the first one yeah because this one hasn't come out yet yeah oh yeah that's, that's true because it was 87 mm-hmm. for this one so she falls asleep so west cream put that movie in here yeah. which that's pretty that's a big deal mm-hmm. and then sam raimi put the glove, the glove in this there. so they kind of have a back and forth. Because I think in the, in the original Evil Dead, it was a poster of 
The Hills, uh, the Hills Eyes, Have Eyes, which, which is was another. directed by Wes Craven. The original, because it was like yeah, a the original one, not the 2006 remake. And then, so then Wes Craven put the movie in his movie, and then now Sam did the whole glove thing in here. This one, I I love that. Like mm-hmm. they have this little communication. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, I wish they did so that sweet. more often. I know, and they, they, that used to be a thing in the eighties because I know the Necronomicon is in. Well, the Necronomicon Jason shows versus... up in Jason. No, goes to hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. There's a long, long story for that road. Yeah. Because they were trying to put a movie with all three of them. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Jason, Jason theorizingly is a... Uh, oh, he's uh, a deadite. He's a deadite. So, yeah. the deadite is like this... The I mean, if you know horror, it, deadite is like this... The spirit the, the spirit that possesses... Which is... The people. Theorizing why Jason would never died. Exactly. Because Pamela brought him back. And I, th- quote, I love unquote. that idea. I no, love no, that yeah, idea. yeah. It just... It's weird because he was kind of more human in the first four movies or mm. first after two or after three, one, whatever. And then he became like zombie Jason in six. Yeah. Which is where he they couldn't really kill him. Yeah, so. that's true. Mm. So I love that they have this communication between each other. So it's pretty sick. I love it. So then while well, he has Linda's head locked into that thingy, majiggy, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah. He is trying to find something to like pretty much kill her so he opens a curtain and there's like an outline of a chainsaw he's like damn like it's not there and then a body comes smashing through the fucking door and it's linda's body with a fucking chainsaw just like it looks like a muppet like it's yeah. just it looks everywhere. like a headless barbie doll yeah. <laughs> like you know how your little sister always ripped off the heads for some fucking reason that's she's what this body look like yeah <laughs> so she's just running around with this chainsaw like trying to get him and then gets herself yeah and then literally yeah he like bounces the chainsaw up and it it, it literally gets her right on the mm-hmm. fucking neck and it's like squirting blood into Ash's mouth and shit. Yeah. And she's like smacking herself with to Ash, I would I should say. Which if you think about it, this scene was kind of homage in the in the newer one at the very very end with the chick at the very end she chainsaws the the demon chick right oh, in yeah, right the, through the right through there yeah, too. Yeah. So I think the remake is like a mixture of 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um and I can tell you there's a couple of things that I was like, "Oh, this does reference to the yeah. re- to the remake." So then the remake is like a remake sequel whoever yeah. you want to theorize it, yeah. So it's it does have a lot of homages. Mm-hmm. Um it's it, I mean, they they changed it up a lot, but it still has some references. Yeah, it's like a whole 180. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this entire scene happens at the body collapses and Ash grabs the chainsaw. Yeah. When he gets up and turns it on, um, the bo- the head turns into regular Linda and she's like crying. She's like, oh, Ash, what is going on? Don't hurt me, blah, blah. And Ash like starts falling for it. But then the 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 dead eye comes out again, and it's just like ah, she will be burning in in hell, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And Ash just goes no, 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 and it just <laughs> chainsaws her head, and it's like you see the shadow, the like silhouette, the of silhouette it. of it, and blood just starts splatting in the wall, and this you can see Freddy's glove like bright as day yeah. there. And then I love this scene because blood lands on the light bulb that's that yes. is lighting the shed and everything turns red. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking love how that happens. Mm-hmm. It's so sick. He goes back to the cabin 
and he sees a shotgun. He grabs a shotgun and throws a chainsaw, loads it up, and he's like pointed at it. He points the chain. He points the shotgun, and then he sees that the chair is rocking by itself, and it just like keeps on rocking a little slow, mm-hmm. and it goes faster and faster. And he goes to stop it, and the chair stops. And I love this scene because you can tell he's just like, oh fuck this, like <laughs> oh what the fuck is happening. He throws the shotgun. He's going. You can tell he's just mentally exhausted about everything. He goes to look at himself in the mirror and he sees that he's all fucked up. And then Ash, Ash's reflection comes out of the mirror. This scene. (laughs) Okay. At first it is a reflection of him. Yeah. But then it cuts and the second and the the stunt man's head is not moving to the to Bruce Campbell's uh, speed. It's like trying his best. He's no, he's trying. But also Bruce Campbell is very chiseled. This guy was not. And you yeah. can tell it was not him. Like, it's like Bruce Campbell has such a pronounced jaw. Yeah. And, like, jawline. And it's like the... He does it. It's, and, it's, it's obviously someone else. And before I noticed it, I was like, wait, that's not him. And then he fucking just pops out of the mirror. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> After When he, he backs off from the mirror, he notices that his hands starts getting possessed. And it's like, there's lo- like his veins start turning yes. black. Love this scene, too. And then his hand is like has like really long nails and it's like moving by itself. Mm-hmm. And then it starts fucking trying to like attack Ash. And I, it, I honestly think it's so impressive because it's like his body's doing something completely different and yeah. his hand is just moving by itself. Mm-hmm. And it's attacking him. He he's he is mad at the fucking evil spirit that's possessing them. He's like, "You bastard! You bastard!" <laughs> yeah. And I love that when he smacks his hand on the floor, he goes. Give me back my hand. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. So then it goes back to Annie and Ed, mm-hmm. and they meet Jake and Baba Joe, which Baba Joe which, and Ed. Sorry, I was gonna say, ba, uh, ba, blah, 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 blah. Jake and Bobby Joe saved these two's lives. Yes, because I feel like they would have just kept driving and fell off that damn cliff. Yeah, because they because uh, they're like, oh, what's wrong? And I'm like, you don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, Annie and and Ed are just driving, yeah. and they you know they get stopped by uh, Jake, and Jake they're like, what what's going on? I'm trying to get to the the cabin, and they're like, no, you're not. And then he points a light, and they show the other side of the bridge yeah, that is completely like, broken. Are you blind? Yeah, like it's it's huge. What? I mean, there's no lights there. No, there's not. But here's what I I don't get. So Ash couldn't leave, right? Mm-hmm. How do they get to the cabin? So they go like they literally hike. All the way to the other side. Oh. But it's just like not easy. And so low key, Ash was being a little lazy. He was a little lazy, but okay. he was also getting possessed by something. Oh. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Mm, he would know. I would put. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much they kind of bicker around and she, uh, Annie goes, Well, there has to be another way through the cabin. And. Mm-hmm. Jake goes, I mean, yeah, there is, but you're kind of just hiking your way over there. Yeah, that makes sense. And she goes, well, can you help us get there? And (laughs) I love this because uh, Jake goes, yeah, if you give me 50. And then he kind of stops. He goes, "Uh, uh, $100. Yeah. And he's like, she goes, okay, I'll give you $100 if you carry on my bags. And he's like, deal. And then (laughs) they show him kind of going on to the like hiking all the yeah. way to the cabin and Jake is holding this giant case. It's not even a bag. It's a fucking crate. It's a little crate. He's like, yeah. damn it. I thought it was this two little bags. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Ash and this is his hand being possessed again. Mm-hmm. He goes to go 
clean it up and like with hot water and see if that helps. And then he like kind of passes out and he's just exhausted off after everything. I and his hand too. grabs a plate and starts smacking himself on the plate with the plate, grabs more and keeps smacking himself. He's punching himself in the face and the stomach. And he like grabs his head and flips himself over. Ash is completely beat up at this point. So mm-hmm. he kind of just passes out on the floor and the hand goes to grab another plate, but then notices that there's like a, uh, what is it called? Like a butcher's a, knife? Uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Cleaver? a cleaver? Yeah, a cleaver. Yeah. cleaver. That's what it is. There's a cleaver on the other side. So it literally starts dragging Ash's body all the way. And it just, he's pulling his entire body, goes to grab it. And Ash comes out with a knife and stabs himself in the hand. Yep. And it, I don't know if you noticed, but it has like this creepy spider like sound. It's mm-hmm. so it's so weird. I like it, it kind of makes me cringe a little Which, bit. Which fun fact, after this movie, this hand went on to do bigger things. So this oh. hand was having trouble with alcoholism. Oh, alcoholism. <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> he was an alcoholic hand. Oh, but he went to rehab, got better. And this oh, is the same hand him. you see in the Adams family. Oh, yeah. He went on to do bigger and better. Things. Wow, that's good for him, right? I'm, I wonder what, how he's doing now. Hand, I don't know. He's probably. He dead. also did Idle Hands, the movie. Wow, right? That's impressive. Mm-hmm. I want to see his IMDb. Same. <laughs> what a backstory. That, that was my theory. Up. His his <laughs> Carlos the whole time was like, I got a story for this hand. He's a great. He's he, it's gonna be great. <laughs> probably isn't. So probably this crazy. is the same uh-huh. hand from the Adams family. Sure. <laughs> So pretty much Ash stabs the hand, then notices that the chainsaw's right next to him. So he grabs the chainsaw, revs it with his mouth, and then just completely severs his hand. Mm-hmm. It cuts to Ash pretty much has the severed hand on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it, it was like nailed to the floor, but I think it's just like not no, moving. It's, it's just not moving. I think it's like. I think it just like a it knocked out. Basically, he knocked it out after cutting it off. Yeah, and he puts a bucket over. And it. I think it's because you see the wound from the stab. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh, he nailed it to the floor. Mm-mm. But pretty much, he puts a bucket over it, mm-hmm. and then he puts a bunch of books on top of it. And then the top book, of course, says "A Farewell to Hands." Yeah, or oh no, to I'm arms, sorry, to arms. Mm-hmm. Which ha ha ha, Sam Raimi over here with what his puns. The puns. Yeah. <laughs> So then there that you see in the background that the hand the bucket starts moving completely <laughs> and then the hand like gets off from the bucket and it's like crawling his way to like this mouse tr- hole. Yep, like, and Jerry makes a little cameo. You see Jerry <laughs> yeah, in the background. There's a little rat there yeah. named Jerry. And he goes in there and Ash is like trying to shoot it with a shotgun. And then the 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 hand is just crawling. There's like a top, it, it reminded me of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like this chase scene. Mm-hmm. And Ash is like trying to shoot it he's missing and the hand starts getting pissed off and like flicks off ash and then ash is just getting more pissed off he's like what the fuck and then he gets into the walls and you hear it crawling around and then ash just shoots it and it hits it and you see blood coming from the hole on the wall and it's just like a little bit and Ash is like happy about it and then like a bunch of fucking blood just starts squirting towards him like an exaggerated amount of yep. blood it's ridiculous which this was when Freddy Krueger killed Glenn in Nightmare on Elm Street he sucked him from the bed this is where all the blood came from and then he shot it back <laughs> that's exactly. how you get that scene oh that's why they're connected yeah I see I see and just it's just like I a just shit. theorize about everything yeah <laughs> I see that so it's like a shit ton of blood that's like literally filling up the cabin yeah and then it all goes back into the hole Mm-hmm. And Ash is just like like holding the, ch- the the shotgun, doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He's exhausted at this point, 
I love how with these excessive blood scenes, right after it cuts, they're clean. Oh yeah, it is nowhere to be. There's no, no, no traces of it. Nope, there's just like a little bit of blood. Which yeah, I always I I wonder if there's a like a point to it. Like if, mm-hmm. if but I think it's just honestly a, a mistake well, yeah, <laughs> to be I mean. honest. But then this is where we get the famous laughing scene because Ash is going crazy at this point, and the whole thing about evil dead is that they introduce that the spirit is just tormenting ash like it's not little it's not trying to just kill him it's just literally having him go crazy yeah so we see that there's a deer head that is like a decorative wall uh, a decorative item on the wall and it turns and it has like big like dead-eyed eyes and Mm -hmm. it's like laughing and it's like this maniacal laugh then book starts laughing Lamps start laughing, and Ash looks at the camera and starts laughing. Such he's a just, great scene. Yeah, he's just going crazy. He looks psycho. He does. Kind of hot, though. Yeah, and I love <laughs> I love this scene because he looks at the lamp that's like going up and down, which looks like the Pixar lamp. Yeah. And he looks at it and starts going up and down with the lamp, and then they stop, and they start laughing again. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a noise, and Ash points a shotgun towards the entrance door and shoots it. <laughs> And it's just quiet. And I was like, he shot somebody, didn't he? <laughs> he opens the door and Bob, uh, not Baba Joe, Jake comes out, tackles him, starts fucking punching him in the face, which Ash, you could have taken him. Just saying. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. whatever. He accidentally had shot Baba Joe on the arm. So I think it graced her. It graced her because she had like no blood on her. I'm it, like, girl, yeah. stop being dramatic right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, can, I agree like, with oh, you. my arm. It probably didn't even touch her. She probably just felt the wind. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of hate, yeah. hate on there. So pretty much they go in and they're like, what the fuck? Where's my father? Like, what is going on in this cabin? Mm-hmm. And then they see the chainsaw completely covered in blood. So they assume that Ash killed uh, Raymond, yeah. uh, Annie, and Jake's uh, Ed's dad. So then Jake grabs Ash and goes, you know what? Fuck him. Put him in the cellar. So he opens the trap door and just throws him in there. Fucked up. But I can understand it. And we already had seen the the witch, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, oh, this, this where is, we meet her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then Annie sees the tape recorder that her dad had left and turns it on. And this is where we have that Raymond... Well, Annie's dad mm-hmm. says that the uh, he noticed that the evil had possessed his wife Henrietta, and he had to completely ampute, like completely sever her body, mm-hmm. and buried her in the cellar. And while this is happening, you see that Henrietta, as a deadite, comes out of the floor, and it's just her head. And yeah. Ash is like freaking the fuck out and he's opening, he's trying to open the trap door. And he's like, there's something in here. Get out. And everyone's just like, or not everyone. Jake is like, yeah. no, he's just faking it. There's nothing in there. And Annie's screaming, no, help her, help him, helping. And they try, he's, tr- they're trying his best to like let him out. Annie opens the door and Jake fucking <laughs> grabs him by the fucking face yeah. and pulls him up. Honestly, that's strength. Because... Any other movie would have ripped his head off. Literally. And he comes out. He goes to shut the door, but Henrietta comes out. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I love this scene because it like he steps on the trap door on the Henrietta's head. And Henrietta's eyeball comes out and it flies all the way to uh, Baba Joe's mouth. Yeah, and she's she's literally waiting for it to hit her in her mouth. She's like, well, I haven't had balls in my mouth in a while. (laughs) Oh, she's got that eyeball. And honestly, later on in the movie, I'm like, why is she missing an eye? I forgot. 
why she was really? missing an eye. I was like, what the fuck happened to her eye? So this is an but homage yeah. to the Three Stooges because there's a he, he talks Sam Raimi talks about it while mm-hmm. he was filming that there's a scene where there's like a opera singer and the Three Stooges want him to shut up, so they grab grapes and they put it like on their on their elbows and then they start flicking it towards it and it hits oh, him in the mouth okay okay and he like kind of shuts up and he starts doing other things so he wanted to do the horror version of that guy which it would be an eye exactly mm-hmm. they start un- being a little bit understanding but then you start hearing a lullaby um what what lullaby is it the mockingbird yeah it's like the mocking uh, the Come little, little I, I don't know the words for I it. I was gonna buy you a, a mockingbird. mockingbird. If that mockingbird don't sing, the dead are gonna kill you in the spring. Wow. Okay. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Damn. Thank you. Uh, we should I, make a cover for that. I used to be Eminem once and once back in the day. <laughs> so when they point at the trap door, mm-hmm. it's actually like normal Henrietta, which is like this old lady that's just there uh, singing that song. They then they notice that Ed gets possessed because he was he was I forgot to mention but he got attacked by Henrietta a little bit yeah and he gets possessed he's like all ugly looking his mouth he's is actually like, pretty scary yeah he I has like three that. mouths or something mm-hmm. like that and then he starts floating and tells them that they're gonna take his life and yeah, you can th- see the string in the <laughs> yeah it's real I didn't even notice that but you yeah. can tell the string in the background is really yeah. funny. Ash leaves a little for a little bit, and Annie's like, "Come protect us, you coward!" Yeah. And then he comes back with an axe and just fucking chops his head off. Yep. And this is I had told Carlos there's a deleted scene here, which I wish I, they would have kept it. But Ed's head, there's a scene where his head is like half, like in half, and like his he, there's like goop okay. coming out. Because when he cuts his head off, it's a shadow, right? So it's like you see it. Because you see head. the slice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Because then it cuts to something else. And I'm like, wait a minute. Then he just slice it. Yeah. but I then, noticed it. But then he continues. He keeps ha- uh, hatching at him. Mm-hmm. And then you see the blood, like green blood splattering yeah. everywhere. And they have different colored blood. Because I think there's blue eventually. Earlier, there was like black blood. And like the red one, it's even orangey. Yeah. yeah. It's not like real red mm-hmm. blood. I think you only see red when he cuts his it's, arm off. Even the, I think it's just when they're human, human. Yeah. And it's not even a lot because obviously I know the whole X rating thing. Yeah. So it, back in the day, you literally could have gotten an X rating pretty. Which honestly, it works for demons because demon mm-hmm. blood could be. Yeah, you whatever. never know. You, it, use your imagination to that. So toodles to him. Exactly. And then this is what I, I like about Evil Dead is that it's so ridiculous mm-hmm. because you don't know. Like possession could literally be possessing everything. That's why you see the deer head getting possessed. You yeah. see the books and everything getting possessed. And then these demons have different colored blood, which, of course, they had a deeper meat or they had an explanation for it. Um, but also they didn't want to get an X rating for it. But they're demons. You don't know yeah. uh, what their blood is. And mm-hmm. also it's supposed to be taking place in this cartoonish world. So that's why there's also different it colored bloods. It works for this movie. Yeah. Totally. So pretty much he keeps ashing or axing. Yeah. <laughs> ashing. Ash keeps axing. Ed to death kills him completely and then there's this weird scene where like they're all it's all quiet and then you start hearing like zo- like like zooming yeah I would through, say. like around the walls and shit yeah and then they're like moving their their head like looking at different locations and it just keeps on going mm-hmm. and it in my interpretation is that evil is trying to find its way somewhere mm-hmm. and then there's like lightning happening in like one of the rooms so Ash or Annie goes, it's in there. So Ash is like, okay, let's all go together. 
he's being smart. Okay. He's like, let's all go together. And then by, uh, Jake goes, uh-uh, you're the curious one. Go, you go. And With me. Th- that's literally you. Yeah. And Ash was like, you know what? Whatever. So Annie and Ash go in together. And it's just a room that's all destroyed. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Joe and Jake joins them afterwards. And then it's like this weird hologram ghost of yeah. Annie's dad. And it's telling them that the passage is the way to their save, salvation. And they need to read it in order to destroy evil and all this. And it, the effects for that is a little weird. Yeah. And this is the pages were already in the basement at this point, or no? No, no, right? Okay. So the ba- the books or the pages are in this like shadow box. Yeah, they're like called. a shadow box. Yeah, and they're all in there. There's like a few. I think there's like two or three. It looks pages. like a whole book in there. Yeah, to be honest, without it, the cover. Yeah, it does look like a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much explaining that that those pages will help them out. Oh, oh, this I I love this scene because isn't this where the lights go off and then Bobby Joe's is like. Or Ed or Jake is like, why are you touching me like that? And yeah. then Bobby Joe's like, I'm not. And they zoom down and the hand is on her. And I love it because they freak out and then it cuts and Bobby Joe's left. Yeah, she Bobby booked Joe's it out of the gone. So comedic because she's like, it's like those movies where like something happens and then it cuts. And then the one smart person's <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> He's out. And she's running, screaming because mm-hmm. the severed hand from earlier is like grabbing onto her. Yeah, that one. And she's running away, running away. And then she like... I guess like she hears something and she kind of like stops and she's kind of like carefully walking around. And then you see like this giant tree head. The tree of rape. Yeah. It's like literally like this giant tree that has like a giant mouth. And like yeah. they start grabbing onto her. Uh, it's so gross because like you can see like that it go it like, goes underneath her skin. Yeah. Like the branches. It's so gross. Yeah. And then it like literally consumes her and it starts to just dragging her all the way down the street mm-hmm. and it's she's going fast as fuck too she's literally getting dragged. oh yeah when she when she bounces off the puddles like she bounces i'm like girl it looks like she's dying yeah and then it just goes through like a pov shot and it's going really fast towards the tree and she fucking she gone she gone gone she mm-hmm. she got that deep sleep yeah. But I love this cut because it's like instead of her crashing into the tree, it just cuts to them breaking the shadow box. Yeah. So it's like this little like crash like mm-hmm. at the end. It's like it's I a love it. nice mm-hmm. clever transition. So they open the 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 shadow box and they start going through the pages. But then Bobby, uh, not Bobby Jake. Joe, Jake is so worried about Bobby Joe, and he goes, "You know what? Fuck this. You guys are gonna listen to me." Grabs a shotgun and starts pointing it at them. It's like, we're going to go out there mm-hmm. and save Bobby Joe. And they're like, you fucking idiot. Like, we have a chance with these pages, but we need to just do this. Mm-hmm. She's out there. We have to forget about her. She's done. Yeah. On my notes, I wrote, Jake is a fucking dick. Uh, straight face. And then I wrote, fuck Bobby Joe. She did. She, f- Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, at this point, you are you have to fend for yourself. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. It's his girlfriend. And sure. she's hot. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he grab Jake grabs the pages and throws them under the trap door where they locked Henrietta. Unfortunately. <sighs> and then they he pretty much takes them as hostage and they're like, let's go outside, let's all go together. We're gonna go find Bobby Joe. Mm-hmm. He starts smacking around Ash like hard too, which yeah. I, what the fuck like what is his problem, first of all? Mm. Bruce can take it down. It's be- I mean, yeah, it's because he's good looking. That's why he's yeah. jealous. Mm-hmm. And they go outside and he starts screaming, Bobby Joe, Bobby Joe. 
and then the camera's like zooming in, like the evil spirit zooming through the forest. Mm-hmm. He smacks around Ash again because he's like, she's done. And he doesn't want to admit that. So he gets completely knocked out. And the camera gets all the way towards them. And then Ash wakes up and he's a dead eye, completely possessed, yep. and grabs onto his face and fucking throws him into a tree again. Which this movie does a, like and three that times. That tree broke a little bit. Yo, he like got thrown murdered. Hard. He murdered him here. He sh- yeah, he should have been at least like conc- there's a concussion. No blood whatsoever. Nope. nope. His head just got hit. That's mm-hmm. it. And this is pretty much like. Ash completely. I love. I do love that they have like a a red light behind him. Yeah. And he's like completely possessed. And Annie goes back to the cabin, and he shows up and points at her and goes, "Join us!" Like in the like earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she tries to like lock him in there, and then she goes back and grabs a Kandarian dagger, which is like this giant like dagger that looks like a spine. Yeah, like, it looks like a spine. Yeah, like a spine with like skulls mm-hmm. and and all that. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> Fun fact: I own it. I own a replica. <laughs> Sorry. He threw away the box, though. I did throw away the box. Sorry. Go ahead. Maybe I could buy the box. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and she has it. She's holding it. Mm-hmm. And, she, I mean, she's scared. Ash is... Evil Ash is, like, trying to kill her. Yeah. And then she sees someone going into the cabin, and she stabs him. And it's actually Jake. And stabs him right who in the fucking chest. Who should have died after that, tr- that tree hit... I'm sorry. No one survives a tree hit that hard. But no, no, he doesn't just survive that. He survives for a very long time with Hashtag, this giant ass that, that's true dagger too. on his chest. Suspense your disbelief. Exactly. There's a whole different world. <laughs> <laughs> so he's stabbed. Annie is trying her best to drag his ass into the cabin. She goes to lock the the door or close the door on Ash's face, but she like <laughs> she like pins uh jake's feet onto uh, with the door yeah. and he's just like screaming like oh what the fuck and, and she keeps dragging him inside she goes to like drag him, drag him all the way to like the living room area mm-hmm. of the cabin and this she she dumb but she puts him right next to the trap door you which why uh, then takes the dagger completely off his body which mm-hmm. uh, it hurt You're like not crazy supposed to do that no and like, it's jagged it it's not even straight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, struggling. You know that he's going to die. But he's not going to die because of the dagger. He dies because Henrietta yep. opens the trap door. Like, at least opens it a little bit. Drags his ass into it. And Annie's, like, trying to grab mm-hmm. onto his legs. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of bro- blood, just, like, gallons and gallons of blood just starts gushing out of the, the little yep. trap door. No blood on her. No, after after it cuts, the blood is gone. Nothing on the floor, and she's clean. <laughs> it just completely I was like okay, squeaky clean. Uh, Ed is or not Ed, Jake is completely dead. Yep. Then wakes up, Ash Williams again as a dead eye goes towards her, grabs her head, lowers it, and, and Carlos had to pause it because I was like, wait, she got about to like you know. <laughs> they were about to get freaky deaky that's in the deleted scenes baby that's what it looked like because then it just cuts and he's like i finished with you and he throws her against the wall <laughs> yo he fucking lifts her up throws her against the wall but then ash notices that there's linda's necklace and he grabs it mm-hmm. and he's he's so in love with her that he goes back to normal yep. he screams again no but he is at normal ash is back so then annie Tr- like she doesn't trust Ash, even though he looks 
you know, fine as fuck now. Yeah, like he doesn't look like eyes a dead are not eye. even white anymore, girl. He's no. normal. He he he's just looking at his fine self, mm-hmm. and she's like smacking him around, punching him. He's like, "I'm good. Like I'm good. Look he at ha- me. Like I'm got, fine." He got patience. Yeah, he did. And then he, I mean, he kind of snapped a little bit because he kind of grabbed him and was like, "Bitch, I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, "Okay, maybe you are." And then they're like, "Okay, we need to get these passages that are down with Henrietta." Probably wet as fuck because of all the blood. But they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. They were not. Because all the blood went outside of it's the like, hole. It's like smart house. All the blood just got sucked to the floor. Oh, that's true. Mm. Evil is a Back little in the clean. 80s. Wow. <laughs> so then Ash goes, we need to do something about this. So they go to the shed. Mm-hmm. They, there's a little montage of him building like the chainsaw. Yeah. Ma- putting like a little harness on. Mm-hmm. Puts it on his hand. And then he turns it on. You see the, the chainsaw arm revving. He cuts it, the shotgun to like a sawed-off shotgun, so it's like a shorter barreled one. Yeah. Then he flips the shotgun, puts it on his back, then it zooms into his face, and he goes, groovy. And stays on his face way too long. <laughs> it does linger a little bit, yeah. but it's his face. I don't mind it. Yeah. And they go back in there. Um, he pretty much just wanted to get prepared to fight Henrietta because he had to go get the pages. I get it, baby. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Even though it's not the most practical thing. Mm-mm. He goes down there, and he's kind of looking. He finds one page, and then he goes back. He's kind of scared because he can't find Henrietta anywhere. But then Jake's like skeleton just jump scares him, and he got sucked dry. Oh as a yeah, he looked like my skeleton in the closet. Not a real skeleton, y'all, but the skeleton <laughs> I have in the closet. Is it a real skeleton? No, on the record, it's not. Okay, on the record, I bought him at Home Goods. Oh, really? Shout out to Home Goods. Home Goods was it Home Goods? Whenever they throw those Halloween specials. Oh, okay. One of those. That's pretty sweet. I mm-hmm. mean, he thick as fuck. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but pretty much, Ash gets scared, throws Jake's body down on the floor, goes, baby, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. then he goes to leave, and he's backing up, making sure that Henrietta doesn't sneak up on him. He starts going up the, the stairs, mm-hmm. grabs the last page, and Annie comes in and goes, throw them at me. Magically, throws them up, and they stick together, and she grabs them. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, any normal, you throw seven pages, they're going to go fly anywhere. Yeah. These pages went, whoop. <laughs> and she all just together. grabbed them all together. Yeah. Like, they were magically glued together. But then Henrietta's bitch ass comes out and grabs him by the legs, drags him down. He falls. I was afraid that he was going to chainsaw himself. Well, I mean, yeah, he could have. Like, that's dangerous. Like, Leatherface Leather chainsawed himself, and he had... That's true. And he he wasn't even attached to his chainsaw. No. So. But luckily, it got turned off. Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily, but not luckily, because he's about to, you know, fight something. Yeah. They have this fight scene. Uh, so, Ash and Henrietta have this fight scene, and he goes back up, and Henrietta pretty much starts, like, levitating back up and starts yep. turns into, like, this giant snake monkey monster because it has, like, monkey noises. Yep. And you can see the skinny man inside of her. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the suit is breaking. <laughs> the suit is breaking. And, oh, she starts biting uh, Annie on the head. And she's, like, floating, like, helicoptering yeah. on the fucking sky. Yeah. And Ash gets up out of the trap door and goes, hey, uh, hey, uh, witch. Like, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what he says, but... Pretty much they start having their own little fight scene. It's like this stop motion green screen kind of thing. And I don't know why Ash keeps punching her with like his regular hand. When he literally has a chainsaw, he can chainsaw her <laughs> in one in the other. He tries. 
But then he goes to, for his head. Yeah, he's going for the head, baby. She got a long ass neck. Just go for the bottom. <laughs> like, easily. Punch her in the head and then slice that neck, baby. And I don't know, a shotgun that's like on your back? He never pull it out. Never no. pulls it out. But he has this fight scene. He keeps punching it. Honestly, though, he's mean. Like, <laughs> I would forget that I have this stuff and I just keep using my hands. That's true. That's very true. But then Annie starts singing the lullaby that Henrietta was singing earlier. Yeah, yeah. And then you can tell that Henrietta uh, starts reacting to the music and she looks a little sad and she looks over and then Ash grabs her and fucking chainsaws her in the chest mm-hmm. and cuts every limb off and then cuts the head off. Yeah. And then the head is on the floor and Henrietta's body goes, I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Mm-hmm. And... Ash Williams steps on the neck and he goes, swallow this. And it shoots her head and explodes yeah. into a million pieces, which that line was uh, improvised by him because he was supposed to not say anything. He was just supposed to point the shotgun uh, and shoot. And you always want to say something. Mm-hmm. Always want to say something. So Bruce Campbell, good job. You mm-hmm. come up with that line. Proud of you. Yes. That's not at least what he said in the interview. I don't want Sam Raimi to come in and comment on my podcast being like, hey, that wasn't uh, improvised. I came up with that. Oh, Lord, imagine. I would love it. I would fanboy it so bad. Mm-hmm. So then they think everything, you know, they're like, okay, we have to read the passages because we need evil to get the fuck away from here. Mm-hmm. But then the trees around the cabin start fucking grabbing onto the cabin. Like it, they look like giant hands. And then some of them go inside the cabin. Yep. And um, Annie goes and starts reading some of the of the passages but then there's like a giant head that pops up into the cabin door and it's like this fucked up like giant eye with like like, heads it has heads and yeah i noticed that those are the possessed the the spirits that it possessed so it's supposed to be like baba joe uh ed and uh jake kind of like freddy with his body or soul exactly but you can't really tell it's them like it's they show it kind of fast yeah yeah and then she, for some reason, only reads some of the passages, and Ash is just like... She's taking forever. I'm yeah. like, girl, get it Which, together. I mean, I get it. It's an ancient language, and she's trying her best, but she only reads like some of the passages, and that's just like, you need to finish the passages, so she starts reading them, mm-hmm. and she unfortunately gets stabbed in the back by, by the, the Kandarian hand. dagger, by the hand. By the hand. <laughs> like, the hand, that little motherfucker... Did a lot. In Handy's this movie. back. Handy is back. Back again. <laughs> and that's the last that we see of this hand. Yeah. But then on her last dying breath, she reads the last passage. And there's a riff. Like this portal to another world opens up and starts dragging evil. Mm-hmm. But Ash doesn't know. As soon as he sees this giant head, which I think is like supposed to be like the big boss evil entity yeah his hair turns white but then uh the tree hand grabs him and starts pulling into him and ash chainsaw it on the eye a bunch of blue blood starts landing on him and but then it gets pulled back into the rift ash starts getting dragged by the rift as well he thought everything was good but no he's getting dragged as well there's like a like a a wood like that's he's holding on to mm-hmm. but it's too powerful and it drags him into it and it's like this green screen version of him yeah <laughs> him flipping through the portal and then he lands into like medieval times and his car they i think they threw this car like in probably, the background they probably let it go from a crane that, possibly that's a, that's a beautiful car i want that car so bad mm. but he lands 
it's like all like sepia tone. It's like it looks like a really it old movie. It looks old as fuck. Yeah, it looks like Very a really old. really old mm-hmm. movie. And there's like a bunch of knights that surround him. And there's like a, I think a king. I don't know. It looks like he, he's like dressed he looked, differently. Yeah, he looked more empowered. Than yeah, the knights. Yeah. And he goes slay, slay him with the deadites, and they go to kill him. But then this giant dragon, demonic, thing, demonic deadite thing. It looked like a vampire from um, dawn, from dusk till dawn. Oh, it did. It kind of did. Of, yeah. It kind of reminded me of uh, what's that one movie that the guy, uh, Van Helsing. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. looked like Van Helsing. Yeah. But then Ash gets up, grabs a shotgun, and shoots him in the head, and it explodes and kills the demon. And then all the all the knights are like in awe, like amazed by him. And then there's one knight that lifts up his armor. Fun fact: that's Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, uh, "Hail he, the hero from the sky!" Blah blah blah. And they start praising him as this savior. Mm-hmm. And then he there's like a giant wide shot of him like standing up in a rock and he's just like holding his chainsaw and his and his uh gun and he's just like no no and then he's just accepting the fact that he's stuck in the past yep. and everyone starts lifting their hands up and it cuts there and that's the end of the movie mm-hmm. which um it's funny because in the necronomicon you can they she's showing him like the person from the past yeah. It's literally dressed like him in color and everything. I love that he doesn't even notice it, which is one no. I, I did forget to mention that part because I think it's when she f- they first opened the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, shadow yeah. box. Like she's showing him the pages and then mm-hmm. there's one that's like the he's prophet like this man is prophet prophesize. Is that right? Something like prophesize that. to be like the savior and the hero of the sky that's mm-hmm. supposed to slay literally looks like evil. Him. Yeah. And then and he's it's the only thing in color in that book. Mm hmm. And. I guess he doesn't notice because he's also holding like the chainsaw arm and the shotgun. So I guess he's oh, not putting it together. Yeah. But I love that she goes, he's supposed to slay evil. And he goes, well, he did such a great job. And he's talking shit about himself. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, that's the movie. That is my favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. I fucking love everything about this movie, the process. And I would love to one day talk to Sam Raimi because I wish I I wish I could meet him again because I want to ask him more questions about That'd this. That'd be cool. Yeah. But hey Sam Raimi, if you listen to this, come on the podcast. Please, sir, please. I I try looking him up in social media, but he doesn't have one. Oh, yeah. sorry. I try. Somebody might know him. Yeah, come on guys. Just spam whoever. Yeah. Ted Raimi. <laughs> All right, Carlos, so for this movie, what was the best kill? Hmm. So <laughs> Does does the body with the chainsaw in the shed count as a kill, or is she already dead? I mean, yeah, it does a count because she's still kind of alive. Say, can we say double kill? She is a double kill. Okay, I love that one scene. It's so fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> when she busts through when Linda yeah, busts in through. She the, just busts in with the fucking the, the yeah the shed with the chainsaw. And she's like, I'm here, like basically I'm here to fucking kill you. <laughs> That's and awesome. And then she chainsaws herself to death, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that is pretty. That's a pretty good scene. Yeah. You know how they filmed that. Mm-mm. They had one guy holding the body with a, like a pole, uh-huh. and he's laying down on a skateboard. And then someone oh. on top of the shed is like puppeting, puppeting her yeah. hands. Oh! So he literally busts through the door, and then he's like was... doing—he's just going up and down with it. Okay, it seems like that was happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. I like it. So that's a good—that's a good kill. I did mm-hmm. like that one. I think my favorite kill has to be the chainsaw hand. When or I'm sorry, not the chainsaw hand. When he chainsaws his hand, 
Because that okay. whole entire scene of him smacking himself and everything always impressed me because that's like pretty hard to do. And then he just grabs a chainsaw and like severs his entire hand. So what count the hand as a kill? I guess so. I mean, okay. <laughs> literally, there's like anything could happen in this world. Okay. And then Carlos, what is your favorite quote? So I like when um, they finally get the pages mm-hmm. and she's showing him the pages and giving him the history of the book or whatever. And she goes in 13... 13- 1300 AD, they called this man the uh, hero from the sky. He was prophesized to have destroyed the evil. And Ash goes, he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> no shit. You, here you are, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that he's just criticizing himself. Yeah, uh, literally. It's fucking awesome. Um, my favorite quote was actually when, of course, again, the hand is possessing him. And he just goes, give me back my hand. <laughs> he's just so sad. <laughs> no, I love it. He lost his good hand, if you know he, what I mean. Oh, oh, ugh. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I guess he's going to have to get good with his left hand. Yep. Sucks. <laughs> and Carlos, what? Who? And Carlos, who's the daddy of the movie? Ash. <laughs> it's not even a question, Maybe right? Maybe the hand. Am I right? Does the hand count too? Oh, do you like the hand? I mean, the hand can do things. Oh, that's true. That Ash can no longer but do. But it's evil. That's true. Okay, so I'll just stick with Ash. <laughs> yeah, Ash is definitely the dad of the, the yeah. daddy of the movie. Even to this day, I think he's like a good looking man. Mm-hmm. Like he looks great. Because Ed was cute, but then he started going all demonic on everybody. And, Dude, I was like, and he's the creepiest one of them all. He was really creepy. I he really truly did scare truly me. scary. All right, slashers and scream queens. That was today's podcast show. Thank you for sitting back and relaxing with the horror daddies. Follow us on our all socials down at the description below. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And remember, join us. Poor daddy. See you in your dreams. Mwah.